spread the truth. Document it. Prove it. Make it irrefutable and you too will become dangerous to those who admire us in lies and enslave us in socialism. But because they are lying, it's possible to expose them. And this is their Achilles heel. By comparison, we have nothing to hide, therefore we have no reason to lie. And we wouldn't want to even if we could. Truth is a far superior weapon than deceit. It's a weapon which is denied to them. And in the end, it will be the decisive weapon that destroys them completely. Elsa, my tongue. There's nothing our nations can't achieve if we do it together. I really mean it. So thank you all. God bless you all. Let's go. Let's go lick, lick the world. Let's get it done. Elsa, my tongue. <laughs> you know, thank you for welcoming us here today. And Secretary Cardona and uh, Mayor Bowser and Chancellor Burby. You know, thank you for joining us as well. And for families across... Thank you for joining us. That's right. Welcome. Another Friday is upon us. Hope you're doing uh, very, very well this uh, evening or uh, afternoon, wherever uh, wherever you are on the uh, around the flat earth. How are you doing now? <laughs> doing good. Enjoying my tea in Idaho on a uh, pretty lovely spring day. I well, think. Still, still cold. Still cold, Somewhat but cold. you know, it's it's warming up a little. <clears throat> yeah, we, we're getting a little bit here. Right? A little <laughs> bit of spring is, is coming our way. Anyway, guys, it's good to be uh, good to be back with you again. Uh, a little bit late in gate today, but uh, that's how it goes uh, sometimes. All right, uh, we do have a jam-packed show for you, though. We do want to talk about. We got to talk about the Peterson tweet, of course, uh, uh, boasting some views there to uh, to your video, to our video. Thanks, thanks, Jordan. I appreciate uh, that. The Peterson things. Well, we'll talk about that. <clears throat> then we kind of have some adjacent stuff around some of the things that he has covered. You know, kind of race recently, which kind of gets us into the uh, the merchant right and some it's of the. It's pretty uh, fun. It's fun some stuff. Of the, some of the force foreskin uh, snatchers or some collectors, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> some very interesting we'll clips and we'll things we'll get to get into. into. Uh, anyway, get, I think. yeah, play, man, man, there's there's things that I've just like have pushed back and back, and I just I don't have time to cover it. And there's always like new crazy shit that shows up. What about the uh, man? We have to uh, the great clip with the guy who exposes the disproportionate amount of Jews that goes on on these uh, shows, like Joe, uh, Joe Rogan's show, uh, Lex Friedman's show. He did like another slew of these kinds of videos and shows all these other podcasts and stuff like that. Uh, it, it was actually in the in the context of uh, what was it? Uh, um, 
Ye, right? He had uh, all of a sudden mm-hmm. changed his tune on this thing about the the JQ and whatever. But well, he saw that one movie. What was it? Some dumb movie from uh, like ten years ago. So you know, was it like Twenty First Jump Street or something? <laughs> what was it? So it therefore, was... Jews are really cool again. You know, this one movie <laughs> changed my mind. That's it. It was a whole thing. I think. Hopefully, we can get to that maybe in the in the uh, member show over the weekend here. But uh, anyway, guys, uh, if you do want to join us today, super chats over at Entropy that's uh, open, and you can also do it at Odyssey and Rumble. We'll keep an eye on that here throughout the st- stream as well. Uh, someone having issues at Odyssey? Is that what I'm seeing? Yeah, Leather and Apron Club. That's right, exactly. Uh, yeah, I got to get that guy on if he's uh, willing. It seems uh, seems uh, seems like he knows what he's doing. Okay, so. Anyway, why don't we begin with the uh, the tweet uh, there then, uh, uh, Lana? So we had a, yeah. a little shout out here uh, um, from Jordan. Shout out to my friend who let me know about this. <laughs> she sent me a message because I've just been off Twitter after Easter, you know, chilling with my fam, taking it easy, and then uh, yeah, this comes in. I thought that was kind of funny, and I had I had a feeling this was going to circle around like. You know, these people, they usually look themselves up and they're curious what people are talking about, what they're saying about them and stuff. And so um, he responds with this very dumb comment to my video, says he's white, at least as white as an Irishman. So he is doubling down, saying that Humza Youssef, the new uh, minister of Scotland, the Pakistani Muslim, lefty, anti-white Muslim, that he's just like an Irishman, guys. He's white, just like an Irishman. Now, my best friend who's a... Irish was very insulted by this. And by the way, Ireland isn't Scotland. So like, what does Irishmen have to well, do with this anti-white asshole who hates white people in Scotland who's from Pakistan, right? This Canadian mutt, huh? He just comes ignores in. all of that. Just, ignores ah, this. It's all the same. Scottish hating speech, no biggie. He's Scottish because he was born here, guys. Well, guess what? My dad was born in China, so my father is Chinese, which makes me part Chinese then, right? Well, they conflate, <laughs> as they usually do, they conflate uh, citizenship or even passport holders with ethnicity. Yeah. Uh, you know I, I mean? it's, and then there was some uh, Muslim packy guy, and uh, he gets all offended, and I say, packy, 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 packy. He, <laughs> he's like, he is Scottish, just like if uh, Jordan Peterson was born in Pakistan, he'd be considered Pakistani, and I go and I look on uh, Doctor Islam. I call him his uh, his page, and all these Pakistanis are like, "No, he wouldn't. <laughs> no, he would no. just have a Pakistani passport. None of them would actually consider Peterson being Pakistani." Uh, no. Jared Taylor wasn't he born in Japan? I saw that was a Liga, reference Liga too. Was so, from, um, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. There's a couple of it. It only uh, works if you're non-white, basically. Uh, then you are wherever you happen to be born. On whatever soil you happen to be born, that's uh, that's where you belong, kind of thing. I thought it was also yeah. interesting that there were some comments on there by, like, haters and stuff. Uh, well, a lot of <laughs> a lot of good comments. Great comments. But there was more. I didn't go more, through all Way of more good comments. Uh, way more good comments. Kind of ratioed on some There were some, some of his people are like, she makes some good points, but... Mm-hmm. You know, she's a racist. That's or right. And Wikipedia says she's so a white therefore. supremacist. Mm-hmm. And it's like... But, and then there was even some uh, Pakistanis in there. She makes some valid points, but here's her wiki page. She's Mm -hmm. a white supremacist because, you know, whatever wiki says, it's got to be the gospel. Even though the uh, (laughs) co-founder has said that he's embarrassed by what's happened to Wikipedia, the politicization. uh, Yeah. Isn't that fascinating, though, that all of a sudden then then they become kind of thing about the then it's all about the rapper not the content of the thing right so <laughs> yeah. in this case it's like when maybe the content 
uh, of the, of the, say, the video or the content in regards to the arguments that are being made, but instead, if you can discredit the character of the person delivering the message, uh, then that's okay to kind of go after them. Uh, exactly. The and there are some uh, Islamic yeah. dudes in there who are like, oh, it's all lies. I'm like, okay, waiting for your rebuttal of all my lies in this video. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, yeah. It's, anyway, give it a little boost. Uh, yeah. it's, it's always good. This is what we we, we have to. Two hundred twenty-five thousand views now these on Twitter. Pe- these people do, you know, they are concerned with like left wingers and stuff. And and of course, there's a lot of problems there. We're not trying to say that, but there's a lot of these right wingers and grifter rights and merchant right. They're 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 gatekeepers. They, they they are largely the problem in a way. You could say, look, there's a whole enemy core of like anti whiteness and 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 to a certain extent. Occasionally, some of these people can kind of, you know, a little bit kind of go in on that territory. But, yeah, but, but we got to push see, them more to the right. See, of course, but as we see here, no, in some cases they they don't do that. They they you know as as Jordan here says, oh no, just let's just uh, let, well the legal definition of what a Caucasian is. You see, they don't you know, even use that anymore. Be, no, I know, but I'm just saying, you know, ask well, a Pakistani guy. You know, then you know they included Middle Easterners and that they even included like. Somalis, remember that recent? I forget who released oh, yeah. that paper. All these like straight up just uh, Africans, like northern northern Africans that clearly don't look white at all in the white category. The argument was oh, they're Caucasian, so because they're... this has been like this was considered to be like part of the Roman Empire or a Carthage at one point. <laughs> that means it's white, you know. What I mean, so it doesn't. It just happens to be that they're black skinned now living there. So you know. And also, he's just just one more thing here, and yeah. I get into this in the video, but. It's bullshit. The Irish were always seen as white, okay? When schools were segregated, they went to the white-only schools. When interracial marriage was banned in the uh, good old days of America, guess what? An Anglo could marry an Irishman. <laughs> well, not two they men. Didn't okay, view, let's no, not no. two men. <laughs> they didn't view them Irish as woman, blacks, maybe. okay? Mm-hmm. Like, come on. No, of course. But, you it's know, just it's, dishonest it's this, here. You know, okay. Ooh, ooh white. Guess who's been you called a white supremacist 300,000 times? Jordan Peterson has, you know, but then his followers are like, no, no, this is an ed- an actual one. I found one. But I can't I can't agree with this okay, girl you- because, you know, she's called a white supremacist yeah. and a white nationalist online. Yeah, so who, who, can't be right about anything, right. even though to, I'm right about everything. We have to go grovel uh, to these people who hate us. We have to be defined by their terms. They're the one who sets the tone. Let, let's fold to everything that they're saying and all their <laughs> arguments are so powerful. Oh, my God. I think. Right. though henrik this, it, 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 is, this, a, this is a man right? this is this a new trend matter. for us that uh, we need to be poking more at some of this uh, grifter merchant yeah, rights. De- i need to be poking definitely. poking in there definitely well again it's about getting them to to you know to actually advance into the territories that actually matter look there's a problem with like all this transgenderism and like what is a woman and stuff there, there, there is an issue there but it's the lowest hanging fruit possible you and know they don't I mean? touch weimar Right. They, they right. don't touch the origin point. Who were the doctors who performed these first sex change operations and wrote the books on it? Who mm-hmm. wrote the manuals on transgenderism, as I got into in the other video? Right. So that's why, you know, this whole Daily Wire, Jordan Peterson. Yeah, we need to get in there more and criticize them. Let their people know that, hey. There's this whole other fun party online that you need to know about that's actually giving you the the whole enchilada. They, they talk about cancel culture and all these things, but these people, they, they're never banned from everything. They're, they're not a threat to anybody, to the establishment. Look, the young Turks can pull out some soundbite by Ben Shapiro and pre- pretend that they're all upset about what he said, or, you know, Matt Walsh, or, uh, you know, someone at the Majority Report, or Ring of Fire guy, you know, the, the, the bald testicle. They can... <laughs> 
they can bring these people out occasionally and like, oh my god, look at what they said this time. But it's all it's all just a tennis match. It's a ping pong match. It's it's a soccer game. You know what I mean? Football match. It's just the two teams back and forth, and, and no one is really getting anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so right. if we can get them to advance, good. Otherwise, they have to be uh, vehemently ridiculed uh, and shown that none of the things that they at least at the end of the of the like the, as an end destination. Uh, will not solve much of the issues. No, you know and I mean? clearly he doesn't give a shit about Scotland. So uh, exactly Psh. right. Yeah, no, of course. Jimmy not. Fallon says, uh, "There we go. Lana's not Jewish. She's Chinese. Take that, Chai haters." So, 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 you're, she's Chai Com. <laughs> Cash me outside. How about that? Maybe yeah. Jordan will come out. That will be the rebuttal. She's a Chai Com. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, well, like, if, if he's please. if he's if if Yumsa Yusuf or whatever his name is, Humza Yusuf is, is uh, white, then yeah, as you said, you could be uh, you could be Chinese. No yeah, problem. exactly. Dog Whistler right. says Happy Friday from uh, People's Republic of Chicago. By the way, Jordan Peterson proves a conservative from Socialist Canada is like a traditional Democrat in USA. Peterson at least uh, got views, so it's good. Yeah, no, I mean, exactly. That, that's, that's, that's great. Yeah, uh, so thank you. Thank you, Jordan, for that. Yeah, uh, Chalky Mill, Ken Lowe, Henrik, Ken Lowe, Lana, Rana. So this <laughs> is that the second time I'm doing that. Well, you are Chinese. Are you having so, an so affair with a Rana? Ron, I don't know. Henro Rana. If you're, if you're Chaikom, I think that dialect that fits perfectly. Uh, ex- executive producer. <laughs> My T- name is Rana. <laughs> executive producer TM swinging by. Oh, uh, don't do too much swinging now. We don't like that here on. Uh, by <laughs> no, by sending a generic executive producer TM message. Thank you, Chalky Milk. Appreciate that. Uh, rowdy dude with a uh, with a dono rather over at uh, Odyssey as well. Uh, do I count as a mulatto, seeing I'm Irish and English? That's I, I, I <laughs> your mixed that's, race. Yes, that's the argument Jordan is making. <laughs> yes, absolutely, mulatto. You're not white, but no, r- uh, rowdy mulatto dude. That's your new handle <laughs> from now on out. Okay, so uh, I, I wanted to show this right because Jordan has done a lot of. Uh, frankly, you know his 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 pivot here has obviously been. Around, as we'll see in a little bit, some clip here. So Judaism, right? It, it's very much about them. I mean, he had a mess. My message to Christians, my message to Muslims. No message, no message for Jews. Jews right? <laughs> missing. He even did someone that. pointed it out, and, yeah, they, and he rat. called them evil. Yeah, yeah you evil, evil rat, rat or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, why? It's, um, it's but, logical to proceed with the other religion. Yeah. But th- this is kind of perfect, right? You know, the overlap here. Of, it's obviously, something's happening within the Christian church and all the different don- denominations are going uh, mostly more and more woke as well, you know, kind of thing. And you could, I think you can make a case and argue that Jordan Peterson, his, you know, his, his employer, Ben Shapiro, uh, again, Matt Waltz, he, you know, the, the, the lineup here, right? Like Dan Bongino, you could just, you know, Charlie Kirk, you can wheel them all out. Uh, the wokeness to them have been a very, 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 I think very profitable, advantageous endeavor to go on to kind of try to dispel. And yes, some of that should be done. I'm not saying it shouldn't be done, but it's again, again, it's a very kind of super, it's just a, it's a late turn, late stage cultural Marxism. That's what wokeness is. It's like, where it's already like the, the majority damage has already been done. And now it's just like window dressing in a way, right? But anyway, remind me of this. Because it's Jordan as well. They saw like, well, you know, it's it's about the the content of the character and and the critics in that thread as well. It's like, well, she's a white supremacist. You see, I thought they would be willing to fall back on someone like Martin Luther King, right? Uh, the 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 communist infiltrator. 
<laughs> right? It was who did he work on behalf to as again? Remember the whole uh, his his speech writers, right? He was actually a member of the Communist Party. Mm-hmm. He had tons of personality flaws, but their side loved to bring him. Even Alex Jones, they love to bring out MLK. It's, it's it is their saint. It is literally one of their new saints in their churches. And I actually didn't know this, but apparently uh, he has actually been placed uh, above the west entrance to Westminster Abbey. And this is uh, presumably some time ago, as the uh, poster of this tweet says that, can you imagine what the anti-woke brigade would have said if they saw this? But someone pointed out that even as a statue, he asks for handouts. (laughs) I thought that was He axed. He axed, that's right, he axed for handouts. Um, (laughs) And the point here is, if if Jordan Peterson don't watch out, again, I'm not sure how much he is concerned with Christianity, he, most of these kinds of in-depth things he've done has been very much about Jewish identity, and as we'll see yeah, a little bit later. For a long later, time, he just didn't seem religious at all, and now it's like, wow, he's religious. I don't know if it was uh, after rehab or what. <laughs> after some of the drug use or something. <laughs> yeah, who, know, who knows what's going on there. Maybe had just, some DMT, as we'll talk about later. But I'm just saying this, Jordan, okay? Like, if you're, if you don't, if you don't watch out here soon, the, the, the woke crowd that you occasionally at least criticize will basically end up taking over your churches, right? And it reminds me of this, here's two clips. Now this is the, the U.S., it's not Canada, but of course it's, there's overlaps here. A lot of this is happening. Uh, check out some of these recent sermons. This has, I think there's an overlap with the Tennessee 3 too. There's been like um, you know, kind of an, an overlap with this. Um, but anyway, listen to that. Here's Justin Justin Pearson, which is one of the guys, I believe, that was part of those uh, Tennessee three that were ostracized or, or ousted uh, from the House. And then it was let back in again after some other vote or whatever. Uh, but uh, listen to what he uh, said. And again, think of Matt Walsh and these people like that. They talk about the the LGBTQP issues, like with the biggest and most dangerous issue that we have and stuff like that. While these people are circling their churches and basically seeking to turn it over to one of their religious, uh, you know, one an expression of their religiosity. Yeah, are they calling them out? I haven't heard that. I'm not sure, but listen to this here. Friday, the government decided that my Savior Jesus, a man that was innocent of all crimes except fighting for the poor, fighting for the marginalized, fighting for the LGBTQ community, fighting huh? for... Ah, what? really? Jesus okay. fought for gays? The LGBTQ community, huh? Those who are queers? single mothers fighting... And listen to the delivery here. Ah, in my soul. Jesus fought for queers. (laughs) For those who are ostracized fighting. For those pushed to the periphery. My my savior, my black Jesus. (laughs) He was lynched (laughs) by the government on Friday. And they thought that all hope had been lost. All the the, the, the outside, it rained and it thundered. and, And everybody said everything was over. And it was some black women who stood at the cross. It was some black women who watched what the government did to government. that boy named Jesus. They were witnesses as you have been witnesses to what is happening in the anti-democratic state of Tennessee. They were witnesses to what was going on. And I got to tell you, it got quiet on Saturday. Yes, I tell you, it was a sad day on Saturday. All hope seemed to be lost. Representatives were thrown out of the state house. Democracy seemed to be at its end. Seemed like the NRA and gun lobbyists might win. But oh, that was good news for us. I don't know how long this Saturday oh in the state of Tennessee might last. But oh, I have heard nothing. But you, you oh get the point. man. Watch out because Jeez. this is, this is the, they're, they're the ones who are like taking over your oh denominations God. here now, folks. 
Here's another one. This is I'm not sure if this is Justin Pearson or if this is someone else here. Check Jesus is black. Oh, it is. Okay, it is. <laughs> he just starts we it call, right away. We could also say Jesus is gay. <laughs> Any other identity being humiliated. Did he just say like Jesus is gay? He did do that. Wow. <clears throat> Blasphemy. Am I right? Black and gay. Is this guy gay? I think that sure. I, I feel like Justin Pearson is gay. It's very possible. <laughs> Jesus is a black woman, and she is right. Jesus is a way of talking about God's solidarity with people who are hurt and despised. This is Reverend Dr. James Cohn, the father of black liberation theology. And it was this. This is part, and go back to like the statues of of you know him, uh, Doctor King, right on on the thing again. Is are Jordan going to pretend? You know, if its concern is really with like let's say Western civilization, Christianity, these kinds of things, I assume he would not have any kind of thing to say about this. Then he's okay right? with gay. He's going to be okay with this. He's right? okay I mean, with just to push if back. If Jesus against, was black and gay, he'd be like, so what? Oh, it's not. No, no, no. It's just uh, the content of their character. Nothing to do with uh, with skin color. You see, because it's the other thing. It's just oh, it's skin color. That's all it is. <laughs> There's no difference between anything. Anyway, so, so look, I wanted to play that because the next thing we're going to look at uh, is Jordan Peterson sitting down with Ben Shapiro, nonetheless, and a bunch of other, I think, presumably some pastors or something, having this in depth. A long, deep philosophical talk about the snipping of the foreskin and, and the relation to how this, how important this is to the uh, to to Jews, you know, to the covenant. Here. Yes. Let, let's play. Before a you do that, though, okay. I just want to get caught up okay. here. Even the Biden admin is proposing to kick out the Middle Easterners and North Africans out of the white category. And I just pulled that up. White federal workers would no longer include Middle Eastern North African heritage under the new Biden plan. Well, would you look at that? Mm. I'm just catching up. Well, then Jordan has to update his uh, reference. Also, Henrik, regarding yeah. Rana, uh, Glenn the Rana. Chinaman says, uh, I approve that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Rana, Rana. <laughs> and Lars Agerbeck says uh, the black, hold on, let me see, the black <laughs> Afro helmet preacher swallowed the vibrator instead of taking it up the... <sighs> <laughs> the butt, uh, pres- presumably. It's okay. You can. Uh, uh, no, he didn't actually. He said dot dot dot. So you fill in the blank there. She exactly. Um, exactly. Uh, someone showed some uh, photos of this guy, Justin uh, Pearson. Like apparently before he was like very, I, I guess more like kind of conservative looking, and uh, you could argue then kind of more like uh, I don't know. I guess more palatable to let's say the conservative. Uh, people out there, uh, but then something happens. So some uh, cultural Marxist, co- anti-white communist uh, got to him, uh, and now, of course, he's being used as kind of the uh, the the weapon in the in the fight against the the yes. GOP here on the Democrat side. I mean, You're going to see a lot more by the uh, from this guy, by the way. I mean, Malcolm and, X. Uh, I don't Malcolm X didn't like gays, right? Yeah, but that's like old. That's old school. That's right? old These school, are the yeah. new. Jesus is gay and bl- a black woman. You know, I can I mean. It, <laughs> That's where it goes. Anyway, okay, so so on to now the 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 Jewish blood ritual studies here with with Ben Shapiro and uh, Jude. Sorry, Jordan Peterson. Blood of the covenant, blood Judas. of the covenant, blood of the covenant, mm-hmm. which is obviously a reference to circumcision. Right? It clearly is a reference to circumcision. I mean, it, it actually harkens back to the language that that the Bible uses a little bit earlier in Exodus, where it's talking about this bizarre circumstance where Moses is coming out of of Midian and suddenly he's accosted by an angel who says, "You didn't, you didn't." 
do the circumcision on your son and his you wife has to, his, his wife has to do the circumcision and so the question there is why doesn't Moses just do the circumcision like people have been doing this for a long time and, and the idea is the tempting idea is that once you've reached a certain spiritual level you no longer have to reify yourself in the here and now that's and that's where Ben Shapiro is now by the way <coughs> that's he's at that higher level he has, he's above exactly that's us. why he has Jordan yes. Peterson kind of do the dirty work you yes know I mean? yeah. meanwhile yeah. Uh, he's talking to angels that's right, right. you no longer have to you, you no longer have to take the ideal and and make it real in your life with the kind of bloody and hard action that it takes to make the ideal real in your life. So snip and the so skin th- on the boy. That's that's what God is reminding Moses there. That's why he's called the bridegroom of blood in the, in that particular section. Same thing here, right? You have you have Moses who is taking the blood and putting it in bowls and then he's sprinkling it right. all over the people and he's saying this is a covenant of blood. Right? The idea is that, that he's yeah, I don't want your piece of blood sprinkled on, on me. Oh. <laughs> Takes all this penis blood, oh. <laughs> throws it on everybody, and says circumcised I, nation. I think that's where can, he goes. Can I just story. remind you? He's just casually having this conversation, like it's fact. Like this God shows up and is like, mm. "Snip your penis," and this is just like a historical fact. Yeah, oh my it, God. It's, yeah, fact, facts. Uh, what, what facts have nothing against your feelings? Or what's facts the, don't care about your feelings. Right, right. <laughs> no, no. Now we're gonna sprinkle uh, sur- penis, you know, penis blood, blood on you. <laughs> Here, he's saying that you have now been, you know, called to instantiate in your own flesh, in your, in all of your decision making, in every area, the reality of the ideals that you have just been given so, in the law. So, is the is the use of the blood here something like a reminder, to, a very concretized reminder to the people that all the steps, even the micro steps they take forward in relationship to this covenant, are essentially going to be sacrificial? Because the, the idea, of course, would be if you're if you're moving towards an ideal, that takes work. It, it takes the willingness to sacrifice the impulsivity of the present to the future ideal, the movement towards the promised land, and that every single one of those steps is in some sense sacrificial. And so maybe that's part of the and, symbolism. And that, that sacrifice the, also makes you into a nation, meaning that we, it was fascinating. I went to a circumcision ceremony. Yeah, I mean, I went to a circumcision ceremony. But Ben doesn't give a damn about the browning of America. Keep, mm, in, nope. keep, keep in mind that, folks. For, uh, for an ATL baby uh, fairly recently at the synagogue. And the phrase that's used right after you, you circumcise the baby is that the, the baby should go on to... Uh, to uh, Torah, to, to learn Bible, to the chuppah, to, to get married, and to good deeds, lemaisim tovim, and doing good things. So from the very earliest, the, the very first thing you do with the baby, the baby doesn't have a name, by the way. We don't name male babies in Judaism until the actual circumcision. Once the circumcision <laughs> happens, you have now been instantiated into the nation, and that comes complete with the commandments that are now incumbent on you nation. immediately. <clears throat> That's right. And this idea that kids are sort of free-range chickens, and you just let them do whatever they're going to do, doesn't, doesn't exist in Judaism, and it doesn't exist in the Bible either. So when, when the people buy in into the idea of a of a covenant of blood, they're pre-committing. You you can you can try to get away from it, but there's no way to get away from this. You're now part of the covenant, and this is not a this is not a breakable covenant. You can't you can't run away from this. Well, well and you are surely another precedent too. Look at the, look at this panel here. <laughs> uh, F your covenant. You have that incident, the the bridegroom of blood, but you've also got the covenant with Abraham earlier in Genesis 15. And as I understand it, you Jews could put me right As Zion understand it. You cut the animals in half or the birds and you walk between them as a kind of sign. Oh, this is, this is totally fine. That these the pagans are the one, problem, am I yes, right? Exactly. Pagans United. killing a goat every now and then, that's the problem. <laughs> are divided 
But you who now Well, by the way, when they build a third temple, the they definitely want to get back to their uh, ritualistic animal sacrificing, by the way. That's uh, probably uh, just humans I've, at that point. I've already about that later, the, this, the Haaretz uh, piece on that, but hey, we'll, we'll get to that. Just a few more seconds and of this here. Well, once not united, but now you are. And the blood is the life, of course, and it shows you the supreme cost. And by the way, but, mirror, but, but why the penis, though? Right? I mean, it's it's like a, that's a theological, it's, philosophical, interesting thing. But the, regardless, I mean, it, it, look, it is what it is. They're doing what the hell they're doing, right? But it's fascinating it's, how like these these things are to a Jordan Peterson, who's like you know, I mean, like. I, I presumably then fine with like the ethnic destruction of Scotland, which meaning probably same with Canada and all these kinds of things. So like hyper detailed into this hyper kind of hyper interested into in, Jewish in, in like blood this, rituals. Uh, right, exactly. Like, maybe maybe it was like priorities maybe it was like here. Unit eighty two hundred like hacked his brain when he met like Netanyahu <laughs> or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure what happened here. Like right? what is in it for him? I mean, isn't he already rich, or didn't all that go in his uh, drug habit or something? I'm you know, sure. like. But, what uh, are you gaining he, from this? I he, just, I, 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 I could very well I, see he's going to be. Look, he wrote that article. Uh, he helped to write the report on sustainable development, right? We've talked about that a few times. Now he's doing a lot on this, right? Uh, my message to Muslims, to Christians. Uh, there seems to be then. Uh, uh, here, here's the updated one. Message to Goyim. <laughs> Someone did this one. I like that one. Um, he might very well be kind of a, a front man for like a, unific a unified church between all these different branches, right? And it's, ah, it's basically the same thing. You know, you can kind of see that, like a world religion and, and someone like Jordan Peterson be at the very forefront of that. And of course, he knows who would be you know, pulling the strings of that. Uh, it would, of course, be Ben Shapiro at the front, uh, front of that. <clears throat> What do, you think about, what do you think about this diagram? I th uncanny. <laughs> I think about something. All I right. do see a similarity. Look at those. The yeah, isn't, that, yeah. isn't that fascinating? Yeah, Dylan Mulvaney plus, uh, I'm sorry, Ben Shapiro plus Jeffrey Marsh is Dylan Mulvaney. <laughs> but anyway, uh, in closing, folks, we can say it's very important that you get the vaccine. Okay? Yeah, exactly. At the end of that, that's right in your pee pee. That's what you know. <laughs> That's what Stick matters the most. Dog Whistler says, let's also remember the Bi <clears throat> in the Bible, Moses was found on the Nile by a princess who was adopted and raised by Pharaoh as a son, as a prince. Ach, but when mm. the time came, he was called by his blood to free his people. There is a lesson there that race and blood is real. <clears throat> yes, but again, these people are hyper detailed and interested when it comes to uh, Judaism, what Jewish people are. They're a distinct ethnicity and all these kinds of things. But if anybody else starts talking about these things, that's very, very bad. And why, well, not, not just anybody. It's a, as long as just white people stay away from it, it's totally fine, right? That's what I'm saying. These are, he's a gatekeeper for those kinds of issues, yeah. right? But uh, no, no, I mean, I want you also to put that, actually, actually understanding what that is. Like of actually, it's not just that they're cutting the penis of these little boys. They're doing it with their teeth in some cases. And that was actually Sam Cedar who pointed that out. Like, look at the, the screenshot here, right? That's the uh, the moil. <clears throat> yes. Love that word, moil. Beautiful. It just really, Beautiful really word. fits for this. Yes. Uh, let me see if I can find that clip there, Cedar. But uh, Yeah, and some of these babies are getting uh, genital herpes. Herpes and other too. things, right? Yeah, let me see if I can find that Sam like, Cedar. But how sick do you have to be to want to put your mouth on a little boy's pee-pee and, like, bite and suck on it like i mean seriously mm -hmm. suck blood you know it's just oh my god this is I mean, and we're acting is like this is normal disturbing. and a beautiful tradition no fuck that exactly
Right. I'm, do- I'm done with that. I yeah. don't care. No, exactly. It's, it's messed up and it's not normal. And it's, as it says, <laughs> it's a totally perfectly legal thing. To, it's a beautiful tradition. You know what I mean? And as you said, oh my God, look at this. You know, like Vice News does this piece on the, uh, you know, Wolves of Vinland. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, oh exactly. my God, they, they sacrificed a, a pig that they later ate, you know, kind For of For a like. fun theatrical <laughs> thing like, no, to get in the mood. Totally yeah. don't, don't worry about that. Uh, this is what it's all about right here. Uh, and again, a little reminder, I said that. Um, uh, if someone demands your foreskin, <laughs> you know something's ain't right. I know. First time, first time I heard that. You know, growing up Christian, I didn't put that aspect in uh, into perspective. Of course, I didn't focus on that aspect, but it's just like, man, that is messed up. Well, there's a there's a resur- that is really messed. Up. <laughs> yes, there's a resurgent activism not only in uh, America but other parts of the world. Of course, Nordic countries uh, don't do it at all, uh, but there is some pushback in the U.S. Check out this uh, activist here. <laughs> What is going on? Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. I want my foreskin back. I, I think that's it. a <laughs> There you go. If you've been robbed, maybe it's uh maybe it's one of these maybe one of the these guys that uh, that took it from you, huh? Yeah, it's, uh, they're calling it the genital wellness movement cuz this is happening. And you like, said what was in you America said? it's high. It was like you know, 80% of men mm-hmm. until, uh, you know, the eight, 80s, 90s, more recently have been circumcised. I was looking at some of the stats. I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. And I know they, they try and, and push it like they'll say, oh, it's going to reduce infections. You know, you, it's more hygienic. No. You have more health benefits. Uh, plenty of water. HIV, STDs, all that stuff. Zero proof of any health benefits. Zero proof. There isn't any. This is just a big money maker. Absolutely a big money maker. Remember in the in America how they're pushing it, right? On on the goys. Right. In the show Weeds, remember? There mm-hmm. was that that scene where the Jewish doctor says, Well, uh, he was doing a circumcision on the on the goy and he was like, Oh, I practice on the goyim, right? This is all in the show Weeds. I can't remember the episode. Mm-hmm. And then the Jewish doctor is joking, Well, this is how I pay for my summer house. Right. By, yeah, that's right. My boat payments. But by the 1970s, uh, it's really kind of peaked circumcision in the U.S. Was it 85% of males being circumcised? Not in Europe, though, of course. Mm-hmm. Sweden, they don't do it. Today, it's a decreasing trend. They estimate that it's about half in America, which is very anti-Semitic. This is very concerning to the ADL, I bet. Right. Know. Well, yeah, remember when, uh, actually, we have a thing on that later, but when Iceland tried to do it, there were outrage of that, but then it's happening in China, and there's less outrage about that. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that here in a moment. And also, right? I just so, want to say, too, and one yeah. another thing I hear in America, they try and sell it like, oh, it's going to make sex better. Mm-hmm. How? If they're, the guy actually becomes less sensitive, circumcision causes pain, decreases sensitivity, thus inhibiting sexual activity, which is often denied by a lot of these doctors who are promoting it. And I think, too, there's probably the uh, the porn connection there as well. I know you've had guests who have been on who have, have talked about it, right? And the uh, obsession with the, uh, the pee-pee, like the Jewish comedic actors such as Seth Rogen, mm-hmm. they're always obsessed with the dick. They're always like immediately in the first five minutes talking about the dick. And I, I wonder if it's like there's trauma from the circumcision because particularly you hear it amongst these Jewish comedic actors always well, talking you, about their genitals. Get, if you're going to get mes- metaphysical about it, it's about, yes, it's about locking you into your uh, lower uh, chakra, your, <laughs> your energy area, and basically have you uh, stuck at that level as opposed to actually ascending 
uh, what we're meant to do. But anyway, damn it, I can't find that cedar clip. It's great. But anyway, trust me, he, he said that they actually the moyle actually bites bites it off with his teeth he said what? and I, I i thought it was just no they just do a they have some tool ah. scissors of sorts and then they suck no they actually put it in their mouth and bites bites it off with their teeth well they're going to get an infection well that's what I, that's happened a million it's times like a, right so yeah. anyway it, it's just it's very it's very Oof. bizarre to me um but again, this is a beautiful tradition, and they keep getting away with it. You know what I mean? Oh <laughs> Which is like it should be out. I know there's but you, re- you reformed South South Korea. You mentioned, yeah. Which uh, was so, like, what the hell is that about? Yeah, I was looking at this, and of like the top countries, obviously Jewish and Muslim countries. Israel right. is like ninety eight percent circumcised. There, there's some reformed Jews uh, in America that are kind of like questioning this, right? Right. But um, outside of China, it's like less than one percent of the male population, even in India. Is a decreasing trend, but there was twenty up to twenty percent of the population. I guess it's some of the muzzies that are there, whatever. But I was surprised that South Korea the rate is sixty to eighty percent, which is crazy because they're not following Abrahamic religions at all. But Mm. they're you know yeah, America pushes all this crap on them, right? So I don't know, maybe they're buying all the like uh, the medical lies or sure. Oh, we have to do it for appearance or looks or whatever. It's like I mean, after the Korean War, South South Korea is is a bitch of America. <laughs> so I'm sure yeah. there's maybe doctors going over there and something. I, I don't know how that is, right? But yeah, anyway, China. Um, so I guess the Uyghurs does it, and there's a small, and I forget the name now. I saw, I saw it earlier when I did search results. I can't find it now. But there is a small Jewish, very small, like specific, like Chinese Jewish sect as well in China. I guess it's in that Jing, Qing, Jiang uh, province or whatever they call it. Um, and so China was close to, it wasn't decided yet. They said, well, either we'll uh, outlaw it entirely or we have to break the link between the religiosity uh, of, of that ritual. But instead, you okay, you can do it medically. I'm not sure what how that went or panned out. This is from back in 2021. They talked about that. There was a little bit of kind of... Uh, you know, like oh, outrage around this. They're they're uh, uh, they're taken away from the Uyghurs. They're the most, uh, most sacred rituals and things like <laughs> Dick that. Right? Snipping but but remember, remember when Iceland did it? Here's the CNN yes. tweet. The outrage, like ADL, was on a full frontal attack against uh, you know Iceland. They were basically threatening them, saying we're gonna, we'll destroy you for the five entire, Jews that live there or whatever. Uh, just not even that, I believe. I, I don't think there's a single one. Yeah, there was uh, like there. one rabbi or whatever, and he. Well, there was, was some people said that was after all this happened. That they sent a rabbi there to, to mm. just but anyway yeah so when they were going to do it oh my god this is outrageous there shouldn't be allowed to do this uh despite again there being like none uh of 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 those people there you know what i mean that that does this kind of stuff uh but yeah no point was adl came out the woodwork they were threatening them they said, we'll shut down your tourist industry and destroy your economy because of course we have so many connections to the media all over the world but specifically in the u.s it's so like, important they have it done you know? there, yes right they can't go somewhere it. else they have to do it there but the china thing barely heard a peep about that isn't that interesting yeah. that they can still they still get that pass and can do certain things that we can't do in the west you know kind yeah of thing, you know? that's right jimmy fowl says half in america sounds very low uh, for the numbers now it has to be the hispanics driving that number down i bet my life savings is over 90 percent in the midwest yeah Oof. i mean there's certain pockets i was looking at a map of uh, obviously like the where the coastal elites live is pretty high <laughs> you know like the big cities and stuff they just kind of push it in america and you'll know when you have a baby boy in the hospital they'll just kind of ask you like on a form oh do you want to do this <laughs> yeah you yeah, know yeah. no stay away from my son's penis no, no. i mean again, I, I think uh, i think we're made look i'm 
if you want to do fucked up shit like that, go ahead, right? But like, I think we're made, we're made perfect. You know what I mean? We don't need editing or cutting or genetic engineering or some kind of manipulation or something. And it's not at all equivalent to like, oh, well, then you can't improve your body or do it. You know, I mean, build muscle or do anything. No, this is it's a very distinct. Like, it's a different thing between like cutting off a piece of your body. And I, and I, I try to say, uh, or the point I wanted to make rather. Well, it's kind of this thing as well. Like, well, watch out because soon enough, you okay, it's snipping the foreskin now, you know, being normal or whatever. Well, look at what's what's happening now. now oh, no, we just we'll just cut it open and push it inside, and then we'll just you know, cut, now we'll we'll just you're, cut it all off. you're part of the trans thing. Because remember the the orth, even the Orthodox Jewish community uh, was talking about that. Let me see if I can find that again. The uh, how was all these different gender identities found within the Talmud yeah. and, the, and the Old Testament? Yeah, over or 200 like that? or whatever. Yeah, let yeah. me see if I can find that. That it's very fluid and all that. Yeah, there's a. I've showed it a couple of times. But the point is, all this is coming from like uh, kooky desert religions, even in the Victorian era, you know, 1830s to 1900s. It, uh, it was a lot of Victorian era doctors in Europe, and I'd assume Jewish doctors that began promoting circumcision too as a, a cure for uh, masturbation, which they said was unhealthy. Um, so like, oh, okay. So they admitted that it makes them less sensitive by snipping that. So it was this weird religious association also to the body and sex as well. Mm -hmm. Here it is. Ancient Judaism recognizes a range of gender. It's time we did too. Uh, I think last time I put this in context of like a Matt Walsh or something like that, that have been, well, how, how do we put it? Groveling towards this particular community, say even Ben Shapiro, right? When he actually, he was, when he went on your show and you talked about, you know, uh, Hollywood, for example, and the Jewish overrepresentation there. It's just leftist. Oh, no, no, it's leftist. It's just leftist, you say, kind of thing. And then now it's revealing itself that now there's like a lot of these even Orthodox Jews that are kind of going down this like pro-gender LGBTQ oh, yeah. path and They're stuff like, like that. They're like giving you know blessings I mean? to producers in Hollywood who are liberals. Oh, well, yeah, that, <laughs> that too. That, that too, yeah. yeah. Yeah, where is that? Is there a... We yeah, like, that the, like this one. Uh, let me see here. Let, let me play this one. I didn't. I didn't intend to play this one, but this is uh, to underline my my point here. Oh yeah, this is Bogard. Yeah. That's a Rabbi Bogard. Yeah. My this? name is Rabbi Daniel Bogard. I'm a rabbi at Central Reform Congregation, uh, one of the largest Jewish communities here in the state of Missouri. Missouri. And I'm here yeah. because Missouri. I have a trans kid. Because the first thing you learn when you love a trans kid in the state of Missouri is that you have to protect them from their government. Jews have a long history of looking at gender very differently than many of our Christian neighbors do. As we heard from the bill sponsor who testified herself that this bill is inspired by her very specific Christian faith. Jews look at this differently. 2,000 years ago, we have texts about there being six, seven, eight different genders. We have traditions <laughs> that suggest that Abraham and Sarah were intersex, that the very first human beings were created not as Adam and Eve, but as Adam and Eve, as one right and combined. Adam and Steve, yep. that's who it was. Yep. In the 1930s, and what uh -oh. we now come to call the Nazi Olympics, oh, no. it turns out that a whole bunch of athletes were going off and competing in these games, in the women's games, and coming back as men. There was an uproar in the... But, but that was <laughs> the, that was the, there's been, that was, at that time, that was like a... Uh, that was just cheating to just to win, right? Remember, there was a yeah. bunch of men that dressed up as women, right? <laughs> the, now they're trying to rewrite that history and say, no, 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 they were really, they were actually just transgender, totally normal. Yeah, Hirschfeld got his hands on them, and, and then they were ready to go. The American yeah. press, but I don't know about I, you. I, we'd I, have to play the rest of it, but you get my, you get my point, right? You say oh, this is sneaky, this is sneaking in there now, uh, and, and it, it it speaks to something we'll talk about in a little bit as well regarding the. Uh, 
Uh, uh, well, well, we'll get to it in a little bit there. But uh, anyway, do, do, do you have some to catch up on there? Um, good? Let's see. Actually, I did have one here. Let me <clears> see. Yeah. Bill Biz, Peterson is the merchant right becoming more uh, indoctrinated by the merchant. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Good to hear from you. Uh, okay, we do have a couple on Odyssey here. Let me take these. We don't end up behind... Uh, raging dissident, good. I worked in Afghanistan for nearly a year. I'm Afghani now. That's right. Yeah. You go. Good to see you, Rage. Hope you're doing well. Uh, he watch says Lana is a third generation Holocaust victim. Her great grandfather fell off the guard tower. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's that, totally that what a, happened. That's a funny one. Yeah. Uh, Chalky milk is that uh, Chalky MLK? Yes, that what it is. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe it is. Uh, what do we have? Well, Michael fifty seven de hail Henrik and Lana. Hail the gods. It's not just Ra- Rana. It's uh, <laughs> hail the living goddess and future queen of America. Oh, nice. Uh, Ra- Rana and her consort Renrik uh, <laughs> and Rorik. And good thing. Right. Thank you, Michael. Good to, good to see you as always. Uh, Rage again says uh, Peterson has to be the best paid Shabbos in Canadian history. Yeah, I think there's something Judas, there. Uh, Judas Peterson. I, I, the things he's done, you know, more recently, and the, the pivots that he, that he has done is highly. It's uh, is it drugs? Uh, I mean, is it what is it? I, no, I think he's. I think it's a mission, right? He's like, this is my mission. I'll I'll do this, you know, kind of thing. But I, yeah. Look, we could see where he's at in five years or what's happening at that point. But I think I think at some point they're going to try to just, you know, merge, you know, Islam with Judaism and Christianity mm. and just do one big glob just globalist religion. religion just, yeah, yeah. That, but there, there will still be circumcision within that. Of course. Well, yeah. No, <laughs> Lots of, of Jewish blood rituals. In fact, everybody must have it. You know, get get in the pod, Sprinkled eat the bugs, the, snip the, the, the yes. pee pee. You know, we can add on that third to that uh, the second wanderer uh, says uh, please cover the story when you can it's actually really hilarious <laughs> all right I'll open it up and we'll see if we can squeeze it in at the end aggressive customer talking about reparations oh I saw I got punched right. in the face I, I saw think, something right? about yeah. that yeah Leia. okay let me add that in the uh, queue here and I'll see if we can get to that later thank you second wanderer good to see you uh, one more here from uh, Michael 570E the Christian Bible says God created uh, why is that in the way? Adam and Eve, not Adam and cousin it. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. All right. Uh, so where were we in the flow here? Well, I guess, did you want to, well, you kind of m- mentioned that, right? Just some Recent, more reasons, reasons to not. Yeah. I saw this one too, but I just, it's more than just extra skin, right? Uh, this foreskin has more functionality in the life of a male child than most people realize. As a baby, the foreskin keeps a baby's penis safe, warm, moist, and clean. And it allows the head of the penis, the glands, to develop normally. You're going to get clipped on this one. I oh, of course I am. <laughs> of course I am. It's so medical. <laughs> The glands is meant the to glands. be uh, an internal organ, much like the clitoris <laughs> in a female, covered and protected from the outside world. Okay, later in life, the intact penis well, has greater sensitivity. It yes, that. it's there for a reason. I can't believe we even have to accident. talk about why right. you're not supposed to cut that stuff. Yeah. You know, it's like we we get this with women, right? When all this uh, clitoris mutilation. Was That's happening. right. I was going to mention that. I didn't get to it, but yeah, every time there's a female mutil- mutil- mutilation, right, of the genitals, it's outrage it's international campaigns and all this stuff when it's the boys nah, yeah because the fine. point is the foreskin plays an important role in the health and sexual development throughout the male child's life okay and there are risks involved in doing this and there's some statistics here out of 100 circumcised boys uh i could just there's a huge list here you can scroll some will not breastfeed post off op they're gonna have adverse reactions they're gonna have hemorrhaging there's uh, different ulcers. There, there's going to be infections, post-offer, post-operative phimosis, I think it's called. 
Uh, some serious complications, even seizures and heart attacks and stroke, loss of penis, death. Like, this has happened well, before. Th that's what happened to the boy that you brought up in the video as well. Uh, what was his name? Ra Rainier? Right? Yeah. Was uh, right? He, yeah they, John Money's procedure. Yeah, it was a yeah. botched circumcision. Yes. And then they figured, ah, let's just, let's uh, just turn remove it, into it a girl. and make it a girl. Yeah, exactly. Okay? Yep. Uh, antibiotics, uh, they're going to get UTIs, their fever. The point is, you shouldn't, just don't do it. Uh, I'm sorry for no. those men that have had it happen, uh, you know, happen to you and your baby. Yeah, just don't do it to your. Uh, just don't do it to your you children. There are no health benefits. There's nothing, and it's also very painful. I don't know if you. Uh, I know some people who have uh, cried after they have done that to their little boy, seeing how much pain they were in, seeing the like the little stub that's there. They're not giving any. They're not given any kind of pain medication. Like, it is abusive. Yeah. It's abusive to these poor little children. And you can see plenty of pictures online of them, like, infected and stuff. So, please do yeah. not circumcise your baby boys. Mm -mm. No, no. Keep them uh, keep them uh, pure and Intact. clean as uh, nature. Uh, or if you will, I believe, God intended or the gods intended. But uh, we'll say nature. I think the design... Didn't screw saying, up. Didn't the screw design up. is perfect. It's there for a reason. The, the human form is is a perfect expression of one of the highest aspirations within nature in and of itself. Right? There's yeah. all these geometries within the bodies and ratios and things. There are aspects in your in the human form that it finds expressions in nature and things like that it's not meant to be it's it's fine don't you don't need to change it <laughs> you know you keep it healthy and and uh, you know ex exercise eat right and things like that and it can do uh it, it can do incredible things you i mean i've even heard or engineer no it, and know? i've even heard theories because of the the trauma that's there and the you know less sensitive that guys are more aggressive sexually trying to feel something or you know that's why they go down the porn rabbit hole if you will there's there's trauma that's like happened there like you there, talked huh? about mm. like a an energy field there that they're messing with so oh yeah yeah that's uh no yep. your manhood keep it intact please yep. all right you oh yes yeah <laughs> Well, this is in response to the tranny piss beer. Now, I find this uh, uh, quite cringe. I know Tim Pool was promoting this, too. But, yeah, I get where they're going. But with all the stuff going on, is this the most important thing? Like, mm -hmm. just it is. Bud Light, just don't even talk about it anymore. Don't buy it. Why are you drinking this piss American beer anyway? Is it even beer, technically? Anyway, check out the this commercial for this new uh, woke-free freedom beer. That's what I'm talking about. It's just Freedom it's just, beer. It's, it's just, it's embarrassing. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I know there's some good people, yeah, and I'm sure he's a yeah, good guy, but it's, but it's oh, this man. embarrassing. You know, it's it's cringe. Like they're, they're and it's not going to go anywhere. They're, they're <laughs> like they're ethnically like eradicating us with like a vengeance and jealousy that tr that that pass have passed through generations of like racial hatred against us of exterminating exterminating off the face of the earth. But, but then, but then, but then, you know, my my drag queen, you know, kind of thing. And it, I look, I'm annoyed by it too. I don't like it, obviously. But it's like, but if they did this in addition to the other thing, like, okay, great, I get it. You know, kind of fine. But they're like, they're stuck on this, and this is the only thing they they. No, they care one about, thing I'll you know? give him credit for is this guy. He also helps people like uh, lose weight and get in shape and stuff. He's got a website for that, oh, and he wait, has like cleaner. He has like cleaner ingredients in the beer. There's only like a few ingredients or whatever. Sure. So, yeah. but it's still kind of crazy. <laughs> Check it out. America's been drinking beer from a company that doesn't even know which restroom to use. <gasps> That's why I created Conservative Dad's Ultra Right.
100% woke-free beer. As conservatives, we're constantly getting hit in the face, left and right, by the woke mind virus. Why the last that? we want it. Well, is that a stab well, against back the, the, in the, more, face. the ones that are more right than him? Is that what? Hit <laughs> it back in the face. The last place Harder. we want it is in our beer. If you know which bathroom to use, I, as long as I have my beer, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. You know what beer you should be drinking. Stop giving money to woke corporations that hate our values. Well, yes, I, I agree, but if only it was like. Those anti-white companies. Yeah, exactly. Right. Then I'd be like, yep. "All right, yep. let's I, get I behind agree. Seth. Let's buy his beer." Yeah. Right. Ultra right. Take his bat and like. Yeah. Getting those anti-white corporations. Uh, it's, it's it's good, but it's just ha it's just a, a third there. You know what I mean? And it's Gotta, safe. It's, it's still safe. safe. Exactly. Yeah. No, this it's a virtual cottage industry. That's what this is. They the anti-woke stuff. And 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 look, it it should be. I'm not trying to say that again. I know who's. Yeah, we know that it's BlackRock that pushes a lot of that kind of stuff. But what? But yeah, just, and you should be supporting smaller, right, you know, of course, cool companies, no, no, of course. Of course. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to counter signal all of this. I'm not like a, a, a lunatic lefty who is mad about this because they're doing this. But I'm saying, man, if these people could only have the dedication about the destruction of their people as they do about like my beer, the and beer. Like, you know, what I mean? <laughs> and then there's another one for coffee. Right. So we need we need okay. to channel this energy no, the beer. into the coffee, you know hitting back at anti-whiteness okay because uh, yes that's all part of the woke stuff but uh, uh this company is selling non-woke coffee for people who just aren't woke enough for all those other coffee brands right so it's a uh, non-woke coffee mm -hmm. for folks who are sick and tired of woke crap and this uh comment by uh gorsh's liberals we're going to completely invert morality and destroy your family conservatives <clears throat> they're making right. non-woke coffee that's yeah. the point here. yeah exactly you know I yes. can, I understand. Okay, make these brands. I totally support, you know, there's all kinds of cool indie brands and companies now and like in our, our circles, right? Mm -hmm. Replacing the liberal, you know, hipster companies or whatever. Yeah. But also, <laughs> mm -hmm. but also fight back. Yes, they're trying to destroy your family, your civilization, your nature, your, your nation, your race. Yeah, exactly. Yep. They're destroying our people and... We, we, we need a heck of a lot more than beer and coffee. Yeah. You know I mean, uh, but if it's a start, okay, you know, kind of thing. But again, that's why we have to keep, uh, you know, we have to keep put, put pressure on these people and, and keep them motivated to on the things that um, that are not just very beneficial distractions and uh, occupy a lot of it's It's a sleight of hand kind of thing, almost, you could say. It's so absurd, so ridiculous that you're almost forced to like address it and 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 talk about it and and do those and and we do look we cover some of that crazy stuff too sometimes right but it's such a attention uh, grabber and hog hogs all your focus and your effort and your resources that while they're doing that crazy woke shit you know what i mean they're also like the borders are still wide open we're being replaced our birth rates yeah. are going down uh those who are being you know imported into our countries are being financially encouraged to have more kids by the systems that we have in place uh it's a genocide it's it's white genocide yes there's a genocide happening while we're arguing what a woman is or over blackrock's latest woke campaign you know what i mean and it's frustrating. I, and the other thing is, I was looking to see if I can find it. Only four ingredients on this beer. And uh, is this coffee and is this beer? Does it have a K on it? Is it going to be kosher certified? <laughs> you know, that's the other thing. Probably not. Yeah, it, who, 
Is it the, so I haven't checked in on that, but isn't it Daily Wired? They do some of their own, like Jeremy's, whatever it is, whatever the latest woke campaign, Daily Wired does it too. It was Razors after the Gillette campaign. I'm sure it's uh, beer now too, or, or some or Jeremy's beer or whatever. That would probably have a kosher mark on it. I, I, I tell you that. But this here, the, the non-woke coffee, it doesn't look like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if it's establishing, if, if it starts making the big shekels, you know what I mean? Yes, that, it'll be incoming. It was a parve or a kosher, a big K on that thing. No problem. All right. Anyway, uh, let me see if we're caught up here. Guys, I think we have one more here. Uh, no, I think we're caught up. Let me check Rumble real quick. So next thing I wanted to cover, it's a little bit more. It, this is on the you know the funny, the funny side, yeah. here, but it's still adjacent to... No uh, fun, Henrik. We can't have any fun here. No, no, no. But I'm saying, uh, you know, in terms of like, because I actually, I have a, you know, I have an idea of why they did this. But the the Vatican, right? Uh, of course, you've had your scandals, right, with the Catholic Church and, you know, pedophilia and these kinds of things. And yes, same thing there. It's within uh, Islam has it. Uh, Orthodox Judaism has it. Uh, heck, your kindergarten have it. Your sports, your local sports team probably has it too, or organization, right? It's everywhere. It's epidemic. So it's no, it's not just not just that, right? But you know, going back, there was kind of like this, you know, famous for a while. There was like a lot of problems within the the, the Catholic Church. So some guys did a funny uh, skit, kind of a funny video uh, regarding all the the naked kids right in the uh, in the vatican so let's uh, let's play that and then we're actually getting to a little bit more of a serious discussion regarding what these angels actually looked like right anyway let's check this out thank you so much for bringing me on board michelangelo it's a pleasure to have you here i mean this job the sistine chapel is big job big place big yes job. well look i've got a few ideas um, that I've been working on, um, but but I'd love to know I'd love to know what you've been thinking about. Yeah, it. you know, I was thinking, what's the thing that encapsulates the Bible and everything we do here the most? What do you think? Oh. Angels, right? That's Angels. It. That's okay. in one word. Um, well, I've read the book. Uh, you read the book. That's good. So we're thinking um, hundreds of eyes. Um, they've got the wings. They've got a wheel. Yeah. Well, this is the you know all that wheel stuff, all the wings and the being not afraid stuff. That's pretty played out. Right. So I was thinking, maybe this time, why don't we make them a lot of young boys? <laughs> you, you want them to be young boys on the Yeah, I was thinking maybe this time we make them a lot of young boys. What about that? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, I've, I've not imagined them as humans, so what do you think they'll be wearing? Or Mikey, they're not wearing nothing. <laughs> they're not yeah. wearing nothing in this one, Mikey. So it's just like a leaf covering. No. No. Right. Um. No. <laughs> well, Your Holiness, thank you so much, you so much for right. bringing anyway, me on that's, board. That's pretty well made. <clears throat> I like that. That was funny. I, was right. always, I, I told you this, Henry, but I was always Mikey. creeped out by those uh, little cherub angels. Like, I know right. at least you're these cute little white babies, whatever, but I remember like in the 70s, my mom had some That's of that. Uh, yeah. My uh, mom had some of those like paintings and little figurines and stuff, and I always found them really creepy. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Maybe it was the artist or something. I mean, obviously, maybe look, I saw a horror movie that weirded me out or something. I, don't I mean, you can have look. You can hear. You can have a very interesting discussion <laughs> regarding the nature of what kind of art was commissioned by the Catholic Church, especially during the Renaissance, the De Medici family. Uh, the resurgence during the Renaissance of actually going into the ancient world, bringing out Greco-Roman, yes, then pagan themes and things like that. 
and actually in, basically merging those two, incorporating them. Yeah. Have, have Christian motifs, but they had it stylized For as sure, the Greco-Roman yeah. world did and stuff. So look, I'm not just coming to, oh, it's all pedophiles. You know, cause no, I just thought it was a funny no, thing, no, right? No, yeah. But, you know, so you could have a, a you know, this is, you know, uh, obviously, they they incorporated like Western tradition and art that really kind of got started there. But it has a foot in, in the ancient world as well. But you know, if you want to talk about the little naked boys, yeah, you should do that too, because <laughs> considering what's happened there. However, he did mention it. So, so what did what did angels really look like, right? As, as described by the Bible. Well, someone actually made a, a video. Check this out. Pretty eerie. Wheels within wheels, right? I a thousand eyeballs and wings and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, that's, uh, so, <clears throat> so yeah, uh, cher- that's creepy. So, so now, little baby cherubs are better than that, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> it's definitely creepy, right? But, but so, what, what, what does that come from, right? So, I, 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 I just happened to. It's like, hey, wait a minute. This is what Rick Strassman is kind of talking about a little bit, right? Remember, remember Rick Strassman. So he, he's this. He's a Jewish guy, right? So he was like, he's a he's a Jewish Buddhist, right? He was ousted. He'll, we'll play a few clips. He talks about it, but he was ousted from his little Buddhist commune because he did uh, work on DMT, the so-called spirit mall. This is like Joe. We covered this before Joe Rogan covered this. Yeah, shit. Years. Okay, you know what I mean? Well, I, I had okay. I had Rick Strassman on the show, so you can go check it out in our archives, right? Yeah. What year was that, man? Uh, 2010, right? Uh, anyway, so. Look, I'm not saying I believe all this stuff, but I say it's it's interesting research. But but what's interesting with Strassman is that he pivoted later on and he wrote books about the Old Testament Jews, right? And he said they clearly because even if you look look at the cover he shows here, what what does that look like? Well, it, mm-hmm. it, it looks like one of the uh, in the video there, right? Mm-hmm. Like a thousand eyeballs and weird you know weird shapes and shit. Like that. <laughs> you know, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like. You know, can you call it kind of esoteric art? This is obviously in the vein of uh, what's his name, Alex Gray, right? Tool. They had this kind of iconography and things like this, right? Um, but these are this is then based upon what he says people are seeing visually or in their mind, if you will, uh, in their eyes, eyes mind or their mind's they, eye. They rather. see the same thing when they take DMT. Yeah, exactly. similar visuals and things. And yeah. so Strassman had this thing where he. He, he he was one of the few ones that actually were like he was allowed to give under like controlled conditions DMT to patients and then have them record with their experiences and all these kinds of things. And, and again, it's a fa- it's interesting. It's a fascinating work. But then he, this is an updated version here, right? Spiritual revelations in the Hebrew Bible, so not the Bible, not the Christian Bible, but the Hebrew Bible. Mm. Rick Strassman was very, uh, I think adamant about that this had nothing to do with the new testament we're talking about the the ancient jews and what they saw and where all these visions came from and how they described angels and these kinds of things and his his research began actually with schizophrenia he kind of if i understood i I won't boil down all of his work but i remember in the interview towards the end of that where i did with him he started talking about the book he was going to write about that now it's out because it's so long ago uh but he mentioned basically like he believed they had some kind of natural, uh, you know, natural release of DMT in their brain, or or possibly they did, t- you know, were tripping in the desert, as as people say, they saw things, right? Is this 100% true? No, but this is just one faction of it. Another thing which you could talk about before we play his clips uh, is, of course, 
that Strassman, uh, Strassman's work was not entirely, but partially funded uh, by the Scottish Rite Foundation. Right? Mm. That's the free, free Masonic thing. He even gives gives him an, an acknowledgement uh, early in the uh, in the book here too. By the way, we can we can show that real quick. Uh, he said a generous research grant from the Scottish Rite Foundation for. Uh, for schizophrenia research helped establish the earliest phases of the DMT project scientific merit. Let me see, I went way too far down here. Acknowledgements. Yeah, anyway, you can find it under there, uh, which is kind of interesting. So experimenting uh, with psychedelics and how it could uh, help schizophrenia or just the effect that maybe it had on it? Yeah. Yes, solve it maybe. Uh, Work anyway, here, through it, yeah, here, integrate someone it through it. I guess I guess his as a kind of as a science and ner- a Jewish nerdy science guy who still was very interested in like metaphysical things, I guess him from his point of view, he's like, well, I have to explain what, how, what happened or how did they, what, how come they had these experiences kind of thing. Anyway, let, let's play a, you know, a couple of clips from a recent presentation uh, that he did. DMT, any, uh, yeah, psilocybin there as well, of course. The, the mushrooms. Yeah, you, you know, and now of course, look, and I'm not, I, I, I loathe and I just hate this Joe Rogan, like, ayahuasca pushing, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like this new agey, hippie version of, like, and, and, and but I'm, but there is something there which is interesting, at least in early human history, that obviously humans did the same thing literally over and over and over for tens, if not possibly hundreds of thousands of years. And then, all of a sudden, boom, something happens, right? The archaeological record has completely different expressions of weapons, of art, of, you know, cave paintings and stuff. And some people, therefore, have argued, well, maybe it's something to do with this. They they blew their minds open with the use of some kind of natural compound that existed in nature, like mushrooms or something. We don't know. I mean, this is just a theory, a theory right? But anyway, let, let's just play a little bit from this and uh, see what he says here. Okay. Uh, so first I'd like to... Uh you know, extend my appreciation to all of those people at UNM that made this research possible. Um, It was uh, the first such study in the U.S. in quite a long time, so it took a lot of organizing and getting people to help out each other. Uh, So uh, the people at the University of New Mexico were great. Um, I received the majority of my funding from the National Institutes of Health, uh, especially Fauci! Fauci! (laughs) From the National Institute on Drug Abuse. Um, FDA, DEA. uh, uh, The first grant I got was from the Scottish Rite Foundation. Uh, Okay, there we go. Wee, 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 wee! Warning alarm! 33rd degree Freemasons are behind this, folks. Well, maybe it's something to it. They're in Charleston, South Carolina, too. Remember the the founding of it? Yeah, exactly. Yep. And and by the way, if you look at that fund. We're in on it! We used to live on the 33rd (laughs) parallel. Yeah, exactly. It is that is interesting though. Uh, Charleston is on the thirty third parallel. Yeah. That's where the thirty third degree Scottish Rites yeah. Masonry, or like the, obviously not just the thirty third. You degree, can find the their buildings with right the, there. the stone. And right. By the way, if you yeah. look at that stone down there by that current bank building that's there, they have the Freemasonic cornerstone still there. Beautiful buildings. Sure, of course, I, of course absolutely. But uh, they there's um, know, twelve maybe names or so on there, and I think maybe at least five to eight I'd say are probably Jewish. A lot of Levi's and Strauss and things mm-hmm. like that on there. Uh, which is interesting. Uh, so Dave Nichols at Purdue University made the DMT, and of course all of the volunteers, their families and friends. Okay, uh, so there's a couple of take-home messages and a couple of definitions. Let's start with the definition. Um, uh, so most people think of uh, most people think of prophecy 
um, as predicting the future, but I'm going to be defining it more generally as the paradigmatic spiritual experience as described in the Hebrew Bible, or uh, um, a more, a more Now, now for his public speaking. And in that context, then, I'll be uh, describing it, or I'll be defining it as the perception of spiritual or invisible worlds as opposed to uh, as opposed to predicting the future. You know, sometimes predicting the future occurs within a prophetic state, but it isn't necessary for the definition. All right, so let me play a little bit more. So that's kind of an introduction. I think at 12, to, I, I listened through this the other day, and it's like, yeah, there's some interesting parts we could play uh, from this to make the link. Here we go, 12, 12. Let's check this out. Okay, um, so th uh, the state of mind that people entered into on the high dose of DMT, um, well, it, uh, it's hard to describe, but, you know, a lot of people have tried describing it. Um, it kind of starts off with a separation of mind and body, and then the consciousness of that person, it beholds an environment composed of light in which they frequently interacted with clearly seen, sentient, over, often overwhelmingly powerful beings. Um, one of the very common descriptions was, the, uh, was that the experience um, was more real than real. Um, it was also strangely familiar after the initial shock was over, an interesting you know, kind of quality to the effect. Um, classical near-death and uh, the Buddhist enlightenment sort of experiences, which I expected would be relatively common, were actually quite rare. Um, just perhaps, you know, two people or three at the most. Um, and so it was hard to get a grip on Can you tell he's nervous? Stories, especially... <laughs> he you know, needs some DMT, I guess. <laughs> All right, so we have one more here, 16, 13. I think he talks about how he expelled, ex, uh, what do you call it, expelled or disowned, I guess, from his uh, Buddhist. What is the, what is the uh, like, if, if you're a non-religious Jew, you go to Buddhism, isn't that one of the So the many, overlap, uh, right? yeah, so many Jews become Buddhists. I, I encountered that in L.A., tons of that. <laughs> But then he goes back And they're super to, materialistic, too, which is funny. I'm a Buddhist, you know, but well, they're yeah. like, yeah, like but then they 20 fall. German cars, you know. <laughs> but then they usually fall back, <clears throat> right, kind of thing. Uh, like, I kind of guess Rick Strassman has done it in a, in, a, in a way. Let's listen to this segment. You know, it's a stretch, you know, to extend myself beyond all the brain chemistry and, you know, pharmacology stuff. And uh, I have no training in theology or philosophy or... Bible studies or anything. I just, uh, you know, stopped being a Buddhist after my community gave me the boot when I was talking about DMT and Buddhist practice. Why would they do so, that? Though? I don't I get that. Thought, yeah. uh, I'll just read the Bible. That's where I used to hang out. So um, <laughs> after a while, the concept of Old Testament, uh, uh, you know, prophecy, uh, you know, began you know um, uh, um, to present itself and uh, it seemed like a rich you know vein to start to mine rich vein uh, to mine okay. all right so anyway um, so there you go so that's his <clears throat> i guess that's rick strassman's little uh, partial at least not that that gives you <laughs> hundred answers to it but maybe that spurs you enough to look into some of his work and, and again I'm not saying I'm like oh this is what it is and all that kind of stuff but it is a, it's an interesting um, uh, study you know, you, know, you know what I mean, in terms of like, why did uh, early uh, humans change their behavior and why do they turn towards religiosity? At least what looks like appears to be 
virtually overnight. You know, I mean, at least when they started developing like cultural artifacts. You know what I mean? Not mm-hmm. not just like surviving and and you know, uh, eating and housing themselves, but actually starting to doing things that extends beyond you know, just just surviving. You know what I mean? And the classic stories of the shamans and, and their shamanic journey and ingesting the mushrooms, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, having their spiritual experience. I just want to say too, uh, Silicon Valley, right? A lot of tech folks they had. They uh, microdose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I used to know some of them way back when. Yeah. Microdosing to, and some of them have become millionaires, you know, to solve problems, to invent new things, to get creativity. I remember microdosing was very popular for a time there. And mm-hmm. there were some people that became highly successful. Yeah. And that. it's also, again, like I said, I think it's one of the most annoying. <clears throat> Uh, groups that that has turned the, those yeah, i'm not saying it's a no <laughs> they're the, great the, folks or anything no that, that's like what what i see there is like that's um you know well steve jobs is maybe a little bit different than the current uh what's his name tim uh what's his name again tim apple <laughs> trump said tim apple whatever his name is remember tim from that's currently running apple I forget his last name now he got that award from the adl he, what mm-hmm. I'm saying is these geezers used to be the kind of the hippies, the outsiders, the cool guys. Anti-war yeah, and doing, all that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Doing like they're tripping and stuff and then they get into technology. Or and then they're like censorship banning, and, go well, that, kill that, Russians. That's, that's right. Yeah. And more than that, yeah. take out white people too. Yeah. Um, that's what it, that what it kind of became, you know, in a way. It's like Joe Rogan pushing this, like, oh, you just go do ayahuasca, man. And it, but- yeah, and remember, I even heard some people not too long ago were telling me they went on some uh, ayahuasca journey or whatever, and they were the guide was trying to get them to work through their microaggressions as white people. Yeah, like, this is where ayahuasca trips go now. Yeah, it's anti-racist indoctrination Yes, because now. so many white people that go to the jungle or whatever to, you know, drink the juice, and then it's like, oh, we're going to work through your racism. Like, before it used to be like, oh, let's just find a higher level and work through your emotional stuff and break through barriers or whatever. Nope. Now it's about uh, discovering you're an evil white person on your uh, psychoactive drug use journey. <clears throat> so was here we go. Was was this a real article regarding all of this? Where while we're on it, the uh, <laughs> the the mechanical micro elves was that, a real that I... black people experience when they uh, <laughs> they do DMT. Remember this psychedelic privilege? Are I remember DMT entities racist. I looked through this website though, and I was like, it can't be real. I don't think it. Is I don't real. think it was it real. It was a joke. I mean, it has yeah. to be. DMT users often come across strange beings called machine elves dispensing advice and adventure. They were thought to be benevolent, but we can no longer ignore the black DMT experience. <laughs> and they go through here. But anyway, yes, yeah, it's become a um, it's become a bunch of shitlibs pushing this. The, mm-hmm. the only uh, difference, like, a, yeah, I guess it's like Joe Rogan or something like that. You know what I mean? But he's annoying in his different way. Remember, he said uh, all, all he saw, I, I saw 100 videos uh, of the uh, BLM riots. And all I saw was a bunch of white kids stealing sneakers. Remember that? <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I, while we're on this topic, here's another one. Uh, just came out the other day from CNN of all places. Uh, how 3,000-year-old hairs... Uh, apparently now they've found evidence that uh, there were psychoactive drug use uh, at that time. And this is in uh, Europe. This is in Spain. Well, it makes sense. They're trying different plants. They're ingesting things. And oops, that one made me feel something a little different. I'm just, w- what we're asking is w- what's the contribution of something like that to why we started doing different things that we haven't spirituality religion yeah of course i think it would impact all those things scientists have discovered direct evidence that people in europe used psychoactive drugs during the bronze age possibly as part of ancient rituals traces of alkaloid substances that originate in plants 
uh, and are known to affect perception and cause delirium and euphoria were preserved in strands of human hair dating to around 3,000 years ago. Researchers found the hairs along with other funeral artifacts in the burial cave Escartix in Menorca, one of the Balearic islands off of Spain's eastern, co uh, eastern coast in the Mediterranean Sea. Chemical analysis revealed the stimulant ephedrine, I think it is, right? Ephedrine, if I pronounce that correctly, in the hairs. Analysis also detected atropine or atrophine and scolopamine. I've heard of that before. I think that's some like anti, that's like an anti nausea drug, too, I think they use that for. Uh, but then I say both are psychoactive compounds that can cause disorientation, sensory disruption, and vivid hallucinations. Researchers report uh, in the science, uh, journal Scientific Reports, drug use among humans is a practice known to be thousands of years old based on clues that were previously uncovered in Eurasian and the Americas. But in Europe, the presence of mind-altering plants at prehistoric sites offered archaeologists an incomplete picture until now. They lacked evidence that people in ancient communities ingested the plants, said lead study author Elisa blah blah blah, an associate professor at uh, one of these universities in Spain. With these new findings, we are presenting the earliest evidence of drug consumption in European prehistory. S. Cartix was discovered in 1995. Its entrance is about 82 feet, 25 meters from the top of a cliff. And there are seven chambers within the cavern from 1400 BC to 800 BC. It was a funerary site and more than 200 adults and children, male and female, were buried. No intersex, no trannies. However, some corpses received special treatment. After they were brought to the funeral cave, locks of their hair were tinted red. So we go with the red ochre thing again. If you find all that stuff on the East Coast, like Maine and all these places as well. Research the early Europeans on red ochre, and you find a whole fascinating area of research right there. Uh, anyway, they were tinted red, uh, and strands were carefully combed, cut, and then sealed inside tubes made of antler or wood. At other burial sites where this ritual was performed, these receptacles were placed near bodies. But in Escartix, ten of these containers, along with other funerary artifacts, were hidden in another chamber, the study author reports. Locks of the hair in the tubes were reddish and measured up to 5.1 inches or 13 centimeters long. And the researchers analyzed these strands by chemically separating components in the hair, then identifying molecules by the uh, mass of their ions. The compounds that they detected are all produced by plants that grow on Menorca, such as devil snare, uh, Datura, oh, interesting, Datura, we've talked yeah. about that many times, Datura, Stramonium, white henbane. Uh, mandrake uh, and joint pine. Yeah, I mean, there's so many that. different plants and plants we probably have forgotten that our ancestors used to know in these places. Mm -hmm. It's uh, yeah, of course, it's no wonder they were trying different things. Anyway, it's interesting, yeah. right? They had a lot of time too. <laughs> they yeah, can just go uh, pick up a bottle of wine or whatever, go to the you know cannabis store or whatever. Mm. <laughs> Every now and then, maybe they encountered some plant. They're like, Ooh, "This one's cool. Let's try it." You know, and it's not like it grew all the time, right? So it was like a seasonal, seasonal thing. Maybe, maybe Mediterranean. Maybe it was more uh, moderate. Maybe you could read. Maybe you can have access to it most of the year. Maybe I'm not sure. But anyway. Uh, I've yeah I've read some different articles about that in terms of like how much time did they actually have? Many people have said we, now today we actually we're, we work more than ever. You know what I mean? 
yes, you had to fight for your survival. Yes, you had to like, if you don't find food, you'll die. You know, they had those kinds of pressures. But for the most part, if they had those basic necessities taken care of, uh, they, they can, can relax a little relax bit. quite a bit. They could chill. They can. Yeah. Now it's just like this nonstop go, go, grind. Go, 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 go. You gotta get get, yeah, get BlackRock their money. You know they weren't mean? taking the kids to you know soccer and gymnastics and jujitsu. <laughs> 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 All right, let me take a couple of these here. <clears throat> we have uh, uh, Don Jenkins over on Odyssey says, uh, th and thank you for that donor by the way. Kind of there are biblical connections between revenge, murder, and foreskins. Uh, uh, one Samuel eighteen describes a price, uh, sorry, a bride price of two hundred foreskins that David <laughs> yeah, paid to Mary right. Saul's daughter. <laughs> Uh, Michal, I guess. Uh, quote one Samuel eighteen twenty seven. David. The new currency is foreskin, huh? Jeez. David took his men and uh, with him. Sorry, take, took his men with him and went out and killed two hundred Philistines and brought back their f. It's presumably foreskins. Uh, there we go. Interesting. Uh, yes. Um, what was that? I was thinking about. Um, oh, jeez, it'll come back to me. It was something I was thinking about regarding that, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let me do these other ones while uh, memory comes back to me. Johnny Five says, uh, we was machine elves and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, that's it. Dillabob, good to see you. Hello, Pongrins, uh, uh 07, or, or O slash, I guess. Uh, how's the baby Seeger doing? Very well, awesome. actually. Uh, ad advancing and uh, b better. Smiling, like, all Super the time. Super easy. Much easier than the boys, Cuddly by the way. and chill. Very yeah. chill. That's, uh, we love that. It's very, very nice. Um, yeah, what was it? Okay, it'll come back to me later. But anyway, so that's uh, that's that's that. That uh, I guess in a, I guess in a way, uh, answer a little segment on that there. Um, um, psychoactive drug use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Look, it's interesting. I, it's interesting. I I like like I like the discussion of it of how it was used in the ancient world, but as soon as it comes up in modern modern times, I, it just gets cringe and and like I don't know. I'm not against. Look, I'm not against it. Uh, obviously, I think maybe there's people can have revelations on it. They can see things. They can solve, work through things that are blocked in their psychological, you know. As long as you don't encounter some uh, trickster spirit along the way, because there's that too. You, know? <clears throat> you mean like uh, a mean Loki like, kind of energy that comes like the around? Little machine elves. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. You can I, have I, a bad trip when I you get around <laughs> bad vibes. I say, oh, definitely, exactly. No, I'm I'm too analytical. I would be just paranoid. I just <laughs> fall off an edge yes, somewhere. <laughs> All right. So anyway, so speaking of speaking of things here, I get it, I get it. Just I, I just want to mention it at least. There's a couple of things. I'll say how long winded I get about it. But Haaretz had this <laughs> had this story here. Uh, Israel's rule over the Palestinians. Supremacy, oppression, force, never before has the Jewish people engaged in such an explosive fusion of sovereignty and rule. <laughs> Messianic fervor, once under the radar, is now rearing its head. <sighs> Written by Menachem Klein. Uh, can there be Judaism without Jews? Is there somewhere an entity called Judaism that exists in a disconnect, or yeah, in a disconnect from Jews in terms of time and place? Can it exist without Jews? I want to argue that it cannot. Right. So unlike whiteness or, you know, like European culture, a distinct ethnic group belonging to those things. Nah, we're not doing that yeah. here, though. Absolutely. Wouldn't it? Naturally. There's a slight, when you read through the article, there's a slight kind of critique of like, oh, it's like a little, little worrying. There's like some racism here now and very ethnocentric Jewish supremacy is mentioned. It's always been there. And things like that. But it's still kind of like it's you 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 get the feeling when you read read this piece. 
it's still this like we w- watch out for us because now we have things we haven't previously had, you know, kind of thing. Like where we have we have power now, we have sway and influence. You know, that's kind of the the the. the if you read between the lines, that's kind of what you feel a little bit. Uh, the sages. I'm, I've just highlighted a couple of things that I thought was worth from the article there. The sages fomented a total revolution in Judaism. They changed the modes of worship, the religious experience, and the connection with God. Prayer and intensive study of the Holy Scriptures replaced animal sacrifices. And it actually goes into that later on. But you're still cutting your penis. Yes, (gasps) uh, Mm. but they go into that later, that basically that's something that they want to bring back. You know what I mean? And we've mentioned that before, that like you can have PETA being like, you know, these outrageous campaigns and stuff, but there's very little criticism of of those. Take the the chicken uh, slugging festival in New York City, for example. Kosher slaughter. Yeah, exactly. Very little kind of outrage about that. All those wasted chickens that just kill, they just murder. They love to attack like the Danish people living in like Greenland or or the Icelandic and Iceland when they, uh, you know, kill a whale or two and make the whole, oh my God, it's, you know, visually, it's like the whole beach turns red with blood from this animal. And it's like, all right, well, but, you know, that's how they survived up there, uh, you know, at least in the old days before they had, uh, you know, freight uh, freight liners and, <laughs> you know, air, air uh, drops of like resources and stuff. That's how they survived. So again, that's part of their culture. But, see, but they can't have those things. Then it's ugly and barbaric and stuff. But no, no, let's bring back animal sacrifice at a new temple that we build while we've extermin- you know pushed away the Palestinians. That's totally fine. Anyway, reading up more here. The Jewish people was always ethnocentric. It believes in the supremacy of its own ethnic collective over other nations. Yeah, you don't say. This is a blatant hierarchical conception according to which the Jews is superior to the non-Jew. But throughout history, this was a supremacy that lacked the force it's of a It's always a but. It's always a but with these people. But <laughs> it's okay when we do it mm-hmm. because let me try and uh, reason away here. <laughs> but throughout history, this was a supremacy that lacked the force Please. of a state and an apparatus for wielding control over non-Jews. Mm. On the contrary, the Jews were inferior in status in the social and we religious order. We can't be order. racist because we don't have power. It's like that same argument. Yeah. Argument. That was established by the empires and states that ruled them over two millennia. Internally, by contrast, Jewish writings and conduct accorded with the self-perception of being a chosen people. In the 11th and 12th centuries, Maimonides explained that this was based on what Jews saw as the supremacy of the Torah, their religion and way of life, while on the other hand, Rabbi Yehuda Halevi believed that the collective possessed an existential biological supremacy vis-a-vis other peoples. And in the late 18th century, Rabbi Shneur Salman, (laughs) the founder of the Chabad Hasidic dynasty, wrote in the Tanaya, or Tanya, about the Jewish soul being superior to the inferior soul of the rest of humanity. And you also see that this goes largely unchallenged or unchecked, you know what I mean, kind of thing. Just nonchalantly this is like kind of, saying it. You know, and look, this is kind of a bad example because David Duke is not that, but it would be like, you know, David Duke believes we're superior throughout history because whites did more and things like that, you know? <laughs> and it's like, and again, I'm not saying David Duke is he's great, but I'm just yeah. saying it would be equivalent to that. Let's bring a, you know, oh, Alexander the Great, uh, he, uh, he drove the the hordes of non-whites ahead of him and conquered great lands and of course explaining we believe, why we white supremacy, the supremacy is the and, best yeah. and we deserve to be uh, yeah, how white people are superior exactly. again yeah. there's a mild kind of 
oh this well this is a little worrying kind of thing but it's also very like a fascination that like now we have we have land we have a state we have influence we have all these things you know Grounded in these notions of supremacy, Jewish messianism connoted the establishment of a new world order in which Jews would openly realize their spiritual and political supremacy over other peoples. There was an ex expectation that messianism would create a new reality and would be spearheaded by a descendants of King David. Jewish tradition states that God will establish this new order at some point in the future. For their part, the rabbis of the Hasidic dynasty transposed the idea of the new order from a sought-after historical reality into a form of mental consciousness. The result was the emergence of a concrete spiritualization of messianism, severed from historic reality. Anyway, they go on here. I'm not sure how much more I'm going to read. But anyway, he goes, it was quite a, um, it was quite something to uh, to read this piece and kind of the... Uh, they drop these every now and then. Yeah, they do. Like, we, we're basically superior. I mean, it's a little worrying. There, Yes, there's some racism there, and we kind of have to keep it in check a little bit, but, you know, there's still this... But here's why it's a good thing. <laughs> I mean, in a, in a sense, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, they go through how mm. they were part of, like, the... Uh, how the 20th century Europe, they were... Yes, they, we lived in these imperialistic, colonialist uh, countries... Uh, but we brought something very different, and what we did was good, while what Europeans did was actually bad. You know, there's these kinds of arguments made as well. Um, Jewish supremacy is also the response to the challenge posed by Palestinians who are Israeli citizens. The increasing integration into the Jewish-controlled public domain and labor market, even as they emphasize their indigenous Palestinian identity, and their collaboration with Jewish civil society organizations are giving rise to a hybrid reality for them as well. This is an ethnic civil hybridity. Hybridity, yeah. Uh, although these Palestinians are discriminated against, the, the, their citizenship is secure and thus threatens the ethnic underpinnings of the regime. Isn't that interesting? So, you know, we you would not see an article like this discussing uh, the problem uh, with, let's say, non-white populations in pick any European country that's uh, suffering now with demographic uh, replacement nope. or nope. displacement, uh, where we basically say, well, they're separate from us and things like that. But no, this is your average. Anyway, there's, there's more to go through that. But uh, anyway, fascinating uh, story, fascinating piece right there. All right, so... <clears throat> Are you going to play the old SNL clip? I let's do it. Kind of funny. So in, uh, in this tradition, uh, what, what, this is, yeah, 1989, right? Saturday Night uh, Live. This is... Uh, this used to be uh, things I could do on TV. It used folks. to be funny. Yes. My pasta maker is easy. It's still fun. Easy to operate because the directions are easy to follow. Well, we've heard that before. You buy an appliance with easy to follow directions, you get it home, and you need a PhD to figure it out. <laughs> Usually, this easy direction stuff is a big lie, like the Holocaust. Oh. <laughs> now, are your directions really easy to follow, or is it just another Holocaust type scam? Uh, they're um, they're easy to uh, follow. They, uh... but it's also with the it's also with the laughter that they uh, they make it unacceptable. Yeah, like she's you know the I mean? bad so blonde because exactly. she thinks the Holocaust yeah. didn't happen. It, it, right? it is it's funny, but it's distinctly uh, anti-white, of course. Of course, it's, but at least it drops that. Like some people would be wait. Some, yeah. Some people think the Holocaust never happened. Why? Let me look into that. Hmm. <laughs> let me try. Let me try Google. Huh? I can't get any search results for that. <laughs> 
Uh, Resident Revolt, good to see you, man. Thank you. Good day, hey. guys. Following up uh, with uh, Bossy, etc. Interviews. Shit has hissed a fan down under, so patriots are getting hammered all day everywhere with all sorts of BS. Keep up the. Well, I want to hear more about that. Yeah. What's going on? BS. Keep up the good fight. Ich bin ein Vikinger. Thank you, Resident Revolt. Appreciate that. Very kind of you. Uh, always appreciate your support. Okay, well, I, I'll uh, have to send you an email and, and figure out what's going on there. But yeah, if you can get any of those on, totally fine. If not, no worries, man. We appreciate you anyway, regardless. All right. So this is a, <clears throat> this is a big worry, of course, in these uh, economically uncertain times that what is what's happening with the banks, right? We all feel that it is we're we're, we're so all scared. concerned for Chase all, and Wells yes, Fargo. we're all scared. I what, worry about them all the go? time. How, are they? How much are they money get are they making? Exactly. Well, I'm happy to report to you all. You can you can cool. You can. Whew, New York Times says here that some of the biggest U.S. banks reported a bumper profit amid industry turmoil. <laughs> J.P. Morgan Chase, Citigroup, and Wells Fargo comfortably beat expectations for earnings in the first quarter when the failures of smaller banks sent jitters through the sector. So here's the very very important consolidation of more power into financial power in this case into fewer hands right that's a, it's a very important if you're going to have a i don't know like a cdbc or some kind of fed now program that you want to have all these banks kind of you know g agree to all at once and stuff like that it says here the country's largest banks escaped the crisis that just weeks ago brought down two mid-sized u.s lenders unnerving regulators and depositors if anything the tumult helped those giants rake in bumper profits jp morgan chase citigroup and wells fargo on Friday unveiled banner earnings for the first three months of the year making billions more than they had uh, than they and analysts had projected even as the banks warned that the economy was on tenterhooks and that credit could become scarce. They said they would keep making loans and expected stronger profits in uh, if interest rates continues to rise. Uh, it was actually, here's JP Morgan Chase. Profit had jumped 52% in the first quarter to 12.6 billion. So maybe that's why Janet Yellen says the economy is doing just fine. On the economy, there are increasing reports and surveys around the U.S. that lending uh, is getting tighter following the recent banking stress. Uh, are you seeing evidence of that in the data? And do you agree with the IMF's assessment that a credit, that a credit crunch uh, increases the likelihood of a hard landing, whether in the U.S. or globally? So I've not really seen evidence at this stage suggesting a contraction in credit, although that is a possibility. Um, I believe our banking system remains strong and resilient. It has um, solid capital and liquidity. And the U.S. economy is obviously performing exceptionally well with continued solid uh, job creation, inflation gradually moving down, um, robust consumer spending. So I'm not anticipating a downturn in the economy, although, um, of course, that remains a risk. Liar! So basically, you know, everything, everyone's doing fine. The banks are, are doing just fine. Every, actually, in fact, all the whole economy is doing great right now. No one is bailing out from the dollar. You know, the petrodollar is not, a, not in, uh, at risk here as the, the BRICS country. Someone said even Lula in Brazil, who, who was one of the most recent voices who come out against, you know, we got to dislodge from the dollar and stuff like that. And look, at the end of the day, sure, there might be a, <laughs> that a necessary evil, a pain that has to happen in a way, right? 
But someone said that uh, uh, CIA had helped to get Lula in positions of, of power. Now he's calling for the destruction of like you know the U.S. dollar and stuff like that. I'm not sure if that's true, but uh, anyway, we'll probably cover more of that uh, later because it's a theme that's uh, recurring. Yeah, we'll right. end on this funny one because there's these new documents were released exposing the FBI's latest attempt to flag internet slang as violent extremism. So the Heritage Foundation's oversight project claimed it filed a Freedom of Information Act to expose FBI documents. And and within it, there was a glossary showing that common internet slang has been flagged as either involuntary celibate violent extremism, so like insults, right? Or racially or ethnically motivated violent extremism. Now, some of the words include, and they're a little bit behind the times here. And a lot of us use these terms now, like jokingly, it's funny, right? What well, always has been, right? Words in the FBI glossary include red pill. I love when they do, try and define these things. The FBI defines this term as a belief shared by many online communities that society is corrupt and that the believer is a victim of this corruption. Well, I'd say that that's true. No, it's totally fine. Don't worry about it. Everything is great. Nothing's corrupt in our society. No, no, no. No. But then they also have, uh, also red pill comes again for the under the racially or ethnically motivated violent extremism <laughs> section. Mm-hmm. Red pill also is described as taking the red pill or becoming red pilled indicates the adoption of racist, anti-Semitic, or fascist beliefs. Uh, so, many of the t- so such as finding out about the early life section on Wikipedia. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> is that what you're talking about, exactly. right? There's always something fascinating that you can discover if you <laughs> look at the early life section. Anyway, I'm sorry. All right. And then there's a lot of terms that were there that are, are basically centered on white people who want self-improvement yep, and modern day dating and girls who want to be, uh, you know, traditional, like, oh my gosh, the horror extremism. So also the term Chad as a race specific term used to describe the idealized version of a male is very successful at getting sexual and romantic attention from women. It later uh, observed that incels unsuccessfully compete against chads for attention. And then the list also featured the term looks, looks maxing, which is defined in the FBI document as the process of self-improvement with the intent to become more attractive. Gods forbid, you know, that white guys want to become more attractive. It's a problem. The FBI defines based as a term. And now we just always say that joking around right? as a term to refer to someone who has been converted to racist ideology <laughs> or as a way of indicating ideological uh, agreement. Whenever they <clears throat> it's always cringe. Whenever they, they explain it and it's they will never <clears throat> they will never get that. They will never no. understand. What, you know, I mean, it's <laughs> no. It's a, it always feels like a boomer's writing. It is, it is absolutely. So right. Jose Nuno, shout out to you over at a big league politics. He commented on this and he said the FBI's current fixation with right wing online speech just shows how petty this agency has become. It's mm. another sign of how the U.S. deep states uh, when independent. They hate when independent minded white men band together to improve themselves yep. and challenge the political status quo. The powers that be want to keep middle American radicals down no matter what. They yes. don't want you to look like a Chad. <laughs> no. no, they don't want you to be uh, uh, organizing, Think getting together yourself, people, improving things, fighting yourself, corruption, have a community, have a tribe, you know, I mean, all those kinds of things. No, no, no they want you weak and dependent and slob, uh, sloth or slobby, <laughs> sloth fat, uh, you know, unintelligent ir- idiot who can't uh, do anything on your own. No, they want you de- dependent. That's that's yes. the, that's the key. And yes. remind me too, we, we, uh, maybe we'll cover that in the 
uh, Western Warrior show here coming up uh, over the weekend, but I saw there was a new a new book uh, oh, out here. They, they never get the, enough of this. Yeah, right? look at the girl with the American flag apron doing the cookies. <clears throat> Wait, how many of these are there? I've already been in like all of these. They're ridiculous. And then they they bring up these. People who aren't even women who have been like banned from YouTube, they're like 10 years behind. You know what I mean? They always are. Yeah, this is a woman who, uh, let me see here, Columbia uh, University. Is that what it is? Yes. University Press. I and think you know what is. her yeah, big Columbia, complaint is? Columbia University, really? Her big really? complaint is that <clears throat> women like me aren't banned and silenced enough that we're not gagged and thrown into the dungeon. <clears throat> yeah, they go after Rebecca uh, Blonde of the Belly, of course, and this yeah. she did a few tweets I saw about her too. Like he, she does screenshots of, of her and talked about how how <laughs> bad she is and where she lives. And here's look at this oh, one. Here's, here's a woman. Yeah. He's, she tried to push that, that they're trying to eat a, you know have us eat bugs. Yeah, because well, no one is no are. one is totally doing that. You know, she looks like a very happy woman. This Ugh. one too. Yes. It was a ladig, ladig, <laughs> Ivanian ladig, a new ladig. It's like she's Which just, we'll it's just so typical. She's it's not a, working. She's leading. She, and she she claims, I just looked through her tweets really quick before we went on, that the only reason like that cats, women like us were right? have become popular is because we were promoted by social media. Yes, algorithms. it was uh, Mark That's Zuckerberg. That's the only reason. It's not because people actually like the message that we're saying. No, it's just because we're being promoted. Meanwhile, people like her are promoted all the time and no one wants their shit. Mm-hmm. And furthermore, a, a lot of us have been banned, and we're still there. People still like our content, but she's whining that we're not banned enough. Yeah, crunchy moms is a thing. Uh, I've talked about the the, the pipeline, right? To the dangerous pipeline of you being clean, to, living, and organic, n- right? Even like nature and farming and wanting to improve yes. yourself, being healthy, like all these. These are now warning signals to these people who want to normalize like Amazing. obesity. And like cutting off your genitals, Amazing. and it's it's like, and I made the point too a while back, but like, you can actually corner these people by just doing the most, but by being a bad a bad person, right? You know, according to their standards, not that anybody gives a shit what they think, but you can corner them and if and essentially, essentially force them into positions and take uh, you know certain stances that are going to be so detrimental to themselves and to get them their to cut lifestyle. their penises their clitorises take shots eat all the poison <laughs> maybe we're onto something i know it's, it's like they're they're doing it to themselves essentially you know what i mean and i say and you don't i mean if you want to be you know edgy and still like fine i don't have a problem with that that's totally you do that but i'm saying you don't have to like you can just be you can just take the most a normal, normal natural, sens- healthy sensible, human being. Yeah, sensible positions on things, and these people will be scared off of those kinds of things, <laughs> and they will run in the opposite well, direction. Well, Hitler drank water too, Henrik. There you go. So we did breathe water, breathe back. air, breathe air. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll do something on that. <gasps> it's funny because they usually get like that other book that was written, and like I was a huge focus on it. She got like a six figure deal or whatever to write it, and then it just like flops. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, they waste money on these things. Yeah, I mean, again, this is what <clears throat> this is what they do, right? The Columbia University. This is all they do. Oh, is she Tilburg University? Is that? And what then I that? see like the women that are commenting are like these Germany, gossipy Poland, kind of uh, feminist uh, shit lib women. Oh, I can't wait to read like the Us Weekly of the white nationalist yeah, it's women gossip. or whatever. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, it's just they like, pull up with their little you know their, their blanket and eating some you know cookies and or it's just and highly sensationalized and just crazy. I've had a couple of my best friends who 
for fun read through the other book and they're like it's so not you at all like mm-hmm. this woman they're describing is this like you know that's what they do they yeah. lie they sensationalize yeah, no, they 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 keep who they article, are. articles after articles about this stuff. It's keeping on mapping, the, and it's very important them to to create lists and to, to and to map all of these people. What's their relation? Where do they live? How? What oh, are they? How do they? You know, I mean, of course, yeah, neo communists Ma- mapping the ideological landscape of extreme misogyny. Well, Hitler had <laughs> lists too. Yes, it did. All kinds of people had all kinds of lists. <laughs> all right, I got a list right now. Got a lisp. Uh, all right. Well, we can let Gavis McInnes uh, remind us of who the uh, real problem is. The Jews that are getting lumped in with uh, this sort of ethnomasochistic cultural suicide tend not really to be Jewish. I call them ginos, Jews in name only. It's liberal elite whites you should have a beef with. That's right. Oh, jeez. All right. Anyway, How about guys, all of them? Huh? Why can't I have a problem with all of them? Well, I don't need to choose between one or the other. Well, uh, it's all of it's them. It's as retarded all as anti-whites. Saying, uh, saying that there's no Jews is involved is, is as dumb as saying that it's only Jews and all Jews. You know, but they run in the opposite direction and say, "Well, you can't you can't criticize somebody because they're Jewish or because they have a but a if group they're white, interest, you can. You know? Of course, no, no, that's fine. You see, that's totally fine. All right, guys. Anyway, join us for uh, Western Warrior here coming up next. We're doing that over the weekend. Usually it's up on uh, Mondays, up on RedEyesMembers.com. It also goes up on Odyssey. You can join us over there uh, if you want a uh, membership. So RedEyesMembers.com. You can uh, get a sub at Odyssey.com slash at TV, And also, of course, at Subscribestar if you want to uh, do that over there. Uh, Thank you to our executive producers today. We have T. Lothrop Stoddard, V. Miller, Resin Revolt. Good to see you in chat. Good luck, Lap. Jake, Red Pill Rundown, Chalky Milk. Good to see you as well today. Hope you guys are doing well. French 47, Mark Smith, No One Jeebs, President Obunga Mongoose, William Fox, Angry White Soccer Mom, The Second Wanderer. Good to see you as well today. Operation Werewolf, The Ride Never Ends, Francis Parker, Yaki, Dillbob. We also have Last Place Simp, Joseph Hart, Purple Haze, and JP. Thank you, guys. And to our producers, Mr. Walker696, Johansson, Leroy Dumond, Snark Pup, Eyes Open, Mr. Lemry, Yuri New, Obadiah Hexwell, Single Action Army, and George Porge. We say thank you uh, as well. The last one is a, is a tongue twister, as it were. But anyway, thank you, guys. <laughs> we appreciate you. If you want to help Red Eyes grow, please consider getting one of those uh, producer or executive producer tiers. Get a shout out at the end of the show as well. Uh, get a little bit more input on uh, whether you want to see us cover certain topics, maybe certain guests, things like this. Uh, and we'll do the best we can on that. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. Otherwise, of course, uh, best way, just get a membership. Just 10 bucks a month gets cheaper per month. The longer sub you get as well. Help us grow. Uh, we need to build a studio. That's the next goal. Absolutely. Build exactly. a nice big studio so we can bring people in studio. Yes. We need a big space. Absolutely. That's, that's the goal. That's, and it's uh, not so easy in northern Idaho, but we have to make it happen. Yep, exactly. And if you want to get out from your shithole, come up to these parts because a lot of good people <laughs> up here. So uh, that's that's still, still a calling, as it were. Uh, all right. I think that's uh, it for us today then, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. I uh, hope you had a good uh, good time. We certainly did. Always fun to uh, spend Fridays or some time on Fridays with you guys. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back soon with the uh, weekend show. We'll see that's you guys right. later. See ya. Take care. Bye. Thank you for watching. Go to RedIceMembers.com and sign up for our exclusive members content. Don't miss our latest shows, interviews, and other videos only for subscribers. You can also become a member by signing up at SubscribeStar.com forward slash RedIce. 
get full access and help support our work. See you on the other side.